Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what we like. On this episode, it's Star Wars, The Clone Wars, The Lost Missions. My name is Dan, and I am not excited for any comic book adaptation starring Jared Leto. My name is Jeff, and for my job, I once signed an NDA with the BBC and knew about the 13th Doctor's new sonic screwdriver before it was announced to the public. My name is Jimmy, and I am legitimately excited for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> we didn't plan that either. No. Is that, is that pre or post the the change? Post the change. Yeah. I don't know. Why, why wouldn't you just start with that? I don't know. But yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be goofy and all over the place. Is it because you're a Sonic boy and you're trying to be like, no, guys, it's going to be good. Um, It's like the same reason why you like the last two Ninja Turtles series. I don't. (laughs) Oh, the movies or the series? No, you like the Nickelodeon one. Not the new one. It's the first show that I'm not Okay, not Rise of the TMT, the one prior. The 2012 series? It's good. It's not, though. It's fine. It's it's hit or miss. There's a lot of... Most of it is bad. Jimmy is to Sonic the Hedgehog as Jeff is to the 2012 Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles cartoon. Correct. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. that's probably pretty yeah. true. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be bad, and uh, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to hear your review on it. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm Jim, not going to watch it. I mean, it is 1994, apparently, because Jim Carrey is playing Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, that looks like the worst. I don't know what's worse, <laughs> that or what's his name? Uh, who's the dude? James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. Like, well, what, they always what are have you to doing? add a human, you know? Yeah. 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 Are you, right. Jeff, are you more excited for Sonic the Hedgehog or Morbius? Sonic the Hedgehog. I'd much rather watch that than Morbius. Yeah. Why would I want to watch Morbius? I think I'm in the same boat. Oh, that's right. He's playing Morbius. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. And Jeff. Yes. (laughs) Are you allowed to say that you signed a DNA? A DNA? I just took an NDA test. NDA. You know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah. This was like uh, two years ago. Something like that. Oh, okay. It's, it's been, been revealed. An, yeah, it's been announced. <laughs> the no, I know, but I thought one it. of the rules was an NDA with an NDA is that you can't even say you signed an NDA. Like, I don't know. The first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Sue me. Come on. You don't got Europe behind you anymore, BBC. <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> we ain't got a constitution. You ain't got a continent. Let's do it. Jeff is pro Sonic screwdrivers and pro Brexit. Yeah, but all right. So it was <laughs> you just cool. said yeah to being pro <laughs> Brexit. I love, yeah, kick them all out. Is what I'm saying. Build the wall. Build the wall around your stupid island, England and Scotland. Do it. I don't care. What about Wales? I f- Wales. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Yeah. So, Sorry, Jim. so the cool thing was, um, well, I guess it's not cool because I didn't get to actually see it. But at, <laughs> you at, just heard about it at Toy Fair. My boss uh, went to the BBC, or he went to. He, we sold Sonic Screwdrivers on uh, Amazon. We were the only person that sold it. It was like a huge deal. Yeah. Had thousands of Sonic Screwdrivers. And BBC sent the toy manufacturer that we worked with an actual prop of the Sonic Screwdriver. Ooh. They overnighted it from England for one day so they can see it in person. 
and then they had to mail it back that day. Like it was like <laughs> under lock and key. Yeah. And he told me because I didn't sign the NDA yet. He's like, oh, I got some cool stuff. And then he's he like sends an email to the guy in the BBC like, oh, Jeff is going to be working with me. I, uh, he needs to see things. <laughs> just for fun <laughs> yeah and they're like all right sign this and send it back so i signed it and send it back and then i was like all right let me see it where is it and yeah. like we went in this office and closed the door he's like i don't have any pictures of it because they won't send me anything like it's super secret they yeah. want to email any pictures they want to do anything but he described it to me and i was <laughs> like <laughs> don't they all basically look the same this one looked different it looked different and i was like oh this one's like so it's like count dooku's hilt and he's like yes with lava in it and i was like cool <laughs> and then when they revealed it i was like that's exactly how i pictured it in my head he so did is such this a good job jody whittaker's yes. or capaldi's yeah. jody whittaker's oh, okay no they messed up with capaldi's and didn't make it for like a year after it was revealed and they're really bad at getting toys out on time like they miss all the holidays they're, yeah they're they're awful and like we yell at them all the time like why don't you make this stuff when it's like comes out when there's a new tardis like you know about it have the toy ready so when it's on tv you're like buy this and yeah. people would cool story bro it was cool i knew for a while and i was like this is cool i can't tell anybody yeah great so jimmy i have an email that i'm going to read <laughs> oh i forgot about this. you are jimmy yeah uh, I knew about it because I got the email and I sent it to you guys, so I'm going to read it, and it is from a uh, friend of the show. Well, not really a friend of the show, but he listens to the show. He He's a of the friend, show. Jimmy. He's our friend yeah. now. Yeah. Fran. Fran of the show. He just well, became our friend. He's in Connecticut, so I guess technically he could be. Friend of me? Wait, isn't this the second time he wrote in? Yeah. He's officially a friend of the show. Yeah. Come on, Jim. So um, the subject of this is Hot Pizza Takes follow-up. This is from James B. Um, Dan, Jeff, and Jimmy. Hey guys, I left you a review on Apple Podcast and you read it on the Star Wars Rebels episode. That is fitting because we're doing another Star Wars episode. Uh, recommend, yeah. Recommending me some pizza in the process. Here's my follow-up review of said pizza and oh, response to some of your this. own pizza takes. Dipping the bones in Fox and Park after eating does seem a bit silly to me, but I would also like to know what flavor soda you do this with. It is white, white birch. birch. Um, I love do how it. we all said that at the same time. Drink the white birch and then save a little and dip the crusts in. Yeah. I do, however, greatly enjoy the clam pie from Zoo Parties, and I appreciate the recommendation, Jeff. Oh, yeah, I do. My current rankings of the pizza from New Haven stands as follows. Frank Peppy's, Sally's, Stu Parties, Bar, The Honey Pot, Delania. Well, The Honey Pot's from Delania. Yes, that was, was this, an interesting choice. Was this in order of best to fifth? I apparently I would, I would imagine so. Yeah. That's that's appropriate. Yeah. But he also says, keep being great, guys. James uh Babinski. PS don't worry, Jimmy. I happen to like your voice the most out of all three of you. Wait, was was modern on that list? It no. was not. Wow. He must not have been to modern. Get to modern. Or he doesn't also, like modern. If you know of a pizza place called Honey Pot, tell us where it is, because I think the honey pot is just a pizza at Delania. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too, but I don't know. Maybe he's got a secret spot, a honey spot. Yeah. Uh, there is a place called Honey Spot in Stratford. Oh, boy. Don't. don't. But being, but Delaney down on that list, I was kind of surprised about. Well, I mean, that is one of my favorites, but I'm also not that exposed to New Haven style pizza. But uh, It Jeff, makes sense. Jeff has exposed himself to New Haven style pizzas a lot. Now so. I can't go to New Haven style pizzas. <laughs> yeah. I have to say within 500 feet. Yeah. So much exposure. Oh, yeah. Whew, if you guys want to be featured... 
in this section of the podcast. Move to Connecticut. Try all <laughs> the pizza. Your pizza eat at takes. every pizza place. Or, or you could just leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. You can email us at talkmeinto at gmail.com. But you won't have pizza by doing that. I mean, you can order some pizza while you're doing it at your own home. It won't be good. Not as good as New Haven pizza. Not as good as the honey pot. It's true. This is the part of the show before we get into the meat of the episode where we tell each other what we've been getting into lately ourselves. Just little things. Yeah. Not going to do a whole episode on it. We don't have to talk in a, an hour about folding our socks a certain way or putting ice cubes in your tea. I don't know. Could be anything. It could <laughs> yeah. be weird stuff. Sure. One time I clipped my fingernails and we talked about it for like five <laughs> minutes. Like it's a weird show. He did. I don't know. This week, I was going to use this a couple weeks ago. Because I was stoked, but then I wasn't stoked. Uh oh. But now I am restoked. Jimmy knows as well. Oh, I do. Doctor Who season 12, baby. Yeah, it is. It's good. It is it's good. good. It's good. Yeah. Jimmy and I went to go see Spyfall in movie theaters. We did, yeah. After the first part of Now, aired, what exactly is that? That was the first uh, two episodes of season 12. Okay. It's yeah, that Spy was a two-parter. Fall. It aired, and I was like, oh, baby, that was good. And then in theaters, they were like, we're going to play both parts, and the second part's going to be before it airs on TV. And I was like, oh, baby, let's watch it. <laughs> so we watched it. Yeah. It was the first time we saw the second part, and I was like, that's good. And then I was going to come on Talk Me Into and be like, I'm back, baby, because I just talked about how I wasn't into Doctor Who. But then episode three came out, and I was like, that was a big old duty. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. And then I was going to say, like, I, episode three. I'm not watching it, but I've been, like, reading some reviews, and they're a little bit more mixed than you you're, you have been. No, they're mixed because it's like, that's good. That's good. Oh, poop. And then, like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then episode <laughs> five, people are like, oh, yeah, baby. And that's, as a recording, Fugitive of the, the Jadoon is the last episode out. Yeah. And there's some, uh, some, some big shocking moments in there. Yeah, it was a great episode. Very yeah, good. Yeah, I was like, oh, baby, what a surprise. And then the other one happened. I was like, oh, that is a surprise as well that I don't think is what people think it is. You sound yeah. a lot like Duff Man in this segment. <laughs> now, that's a mug you don't want to chug. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm fully. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> Jimmy, bleep that out because it'll be funnier, I think. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm I'm all about this season. It is a very good season so far. Even yeah. the doo-doo episodes, I'm kind of like, eh, on. No, um, I mean, episode three was like very doo-doo. It that wasn't, didn't bother me as it much. It wasn't like offensively bad, but it yeah. was the most forgettable episode. Where would seen. episode three of this current season rank in the previous season? It's still pretty bad. The previous, oh. season, the previous season was like, uh, the epitome of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. Th- this episode was like less than that. worse than mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, uh, even like there's a real preachy part. And I was like, ha, incels are going to hate this. But then even like normal people were like, no, nah, that was pretty preachy. It was pretty terrible. Yeah. It was pretty terribly done. I think I said that to you too. Yeah. Um, it was, it was not good, but yeah, season's great. Dan, you should have caught up on nine seasons. So you could have been with us. I am, this may sound ridiculous, but I am getting caught up on a lot of things now that I don't have cut cable, so it's on yeah. my list. That's good. It's Jimmy. Been a year. It's yeah. Been one full year since So this began. is kind of thematic, and I'll get into it more, but I was trying to talk myself into getting a VPN. Now, do either of you know what a VPN is? No. Does that mean that you're like stealing stuff on the internet? No. Okay. Uh, VPN. 
a VPN. Voice protocol network. No, it's a virtual private network. And it's basically a way to uh, be sneaky, to hide your IP address online. Yeah. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Why? Are you going on the dark web, Jimmy? No. Yeah. Um, so well, you need a Tor onion router. <laughs> so it did start off with something that is kind of like that because I was wanting to watch Doctor Who. Um, you know, you're from gonna a, have to from edit a buddy. Your, this entire segment, right? <laughs> from a buddy online from the internet, but I was getting some notifications saying some buddies from mine on the internet were trying to take my IP address, and I was like, mm, are, I think I'm good. Those are fake ads from VPNs that want you to get the VPN. No, it was like my actual uh, internet was saying, like, your IP address is being exposed. Hmm. And I was like, mm, that's not good. So I looked into getting a VPN, but a perk of getting a VPN is that you can choose where your IP address is. Yeah, so you can watch, like, region lock stuff. Yeah, so I am currently watching Doctor Who on BBC iPlayer. Oh, which so, you cannot do in America. Yeah, which you can't do in America. And I am watching Doctor Who that way. And it's actually pretty cool because I get to watch it before it airs on BBC America. This whole segment is cool because Jimmy's going to be like theoretically sitting in his house a week or two from now <laughs> editing his own confession to crimes. <laughs> it's not a crime. Dude, the BBC is going to kill us for this episode. It's an it's like a um, uh, I don't remember, but it's like every advertisement I hear about VPNs. I'm not going to say what VPN is because maybe someone wants to sponsor us. Um says that like you can do that oh, cool. like they advertise it to do that oh, i mean i don't know i don't think that's illegal no it's not it's just i don't know why they put blocks on it yeah but, but it's also whatever. pretty cool well, it too. may not be illegal but it's definitely counter toward to the organization's ideals because they want you to get bbc america and watch all their crappy commercials right doctor who and doctor who isn't filmed it's just like in sports they have regional blocks in certain areas because they want to encourage you to either watch the local channel or go to a game yeah but now we're supporting the VPN. So, yeah. Um, but it's also good, too, because uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is on Netflix uh, in uh, the UK. And it's not on Netflix here. It's on Hulu. But the newest season is not. So I'm watching the newest so season. So if you have a VPN. Yes. You just open up Netflix like normal. Yes. And Always Sunny shows up. Uh, no, I have to set the VPN to like I, right now I have it in like East London. And uh, I have to set that, and then I go on to Netflix, and it looks like Netflix in the UK. Huh. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty cool. So you go to Netflix.co.uk? No, just Netflix.com. I'm just oh. starting to learn that a VPN is different from UPN, which is a good channel that I used to watch. The, oh, Wayne, yeah? the Wayne's Brothers. Moesha. On. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Okay, Jim. I don't know Side how I feel about that segment. <laughs> Can we watch Moesha with a VPN? I don't know. Um, how about Blossom? That was my jam. Was that a UPN? Whoa, I don't know. <laughs> Sidebar: the uh, newest season of Always Sunny is pretty good. Yeah, I, I watched like, it. I haven't because I don't have cable. Dan, what are you talking yourself into? So this might be a little controversy. Oh my god, is this going to be worse than a VPN? Did you murder somebody? No, no, it's not anything. It's going to be con controversial with you <laughs> guys because. Um, this this could be something that could have sort of been a full episode, um, mm. but I decided to save it for this segment because I'm talking myself into reading adaptations of films that I love. 
Oh, okay. So the like, reason why not like books that movies were made from. No, that's what I mean. I, maybe I phrased that you wrong. Did. I, you did. I'm talking myself into reading the original source material. The okay. Source material. Okay, of that's movies that's that different than what you said. Okay. The opposite. Well, I, really. Sorry, Jeff. Terminology. Wow. It's a war on semantics. Yeah. Um. I took a class like that in college. So, it started out with uh, "Call Me by Your Name." I oh, love yeah. that movie. It's a good film. I I read the book. Love the book. Oh yeah. And but uh, does by reading the book, did it make you like the movie less? No. See, I don't have this thing that a lot of people have, especially like nerds, where they can't separate source material from adaptation. I, I sort of view them as two different entities and I could like them yeah, or too. dislike them independently um, of each other. I mean, I can see that unless the changes are for no reason. There's certain circumstances where I think they could have done a better job at adapting. But uh, anyways, in this does case. Does he F an apricot in the book? He does. Nice. Is, uh, it, is it creamy? I mean, Jeff, please. <laughs> What's the, the juvenile levels through the roof today? I mean, it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I thought about talking you guys into the book because I really loved it. But honestly, it's a pretty close adaptation. Yeah. Okay. Um, the ending is slightly different. Not like how it affects the characters but just the way they close it up yeah um but i basically came to the understanding that um i can't do a full episode of this because you both love the movie or at least enjoyed the movie yeah it's good uh so now i've started the southern reach trilogy which the first book is based on annihilation uh which i'm pretty sure you guys have seen i've seen it no i haven't oh okay well that might be coming but uh yeah, so I've just been sort of getting into reading source material and enjoying it, like I said, as a sort of different entity. Nice. Yeah, I took a class in college called Film and Literature, oh. and uh, we did uh, we read the short story that the movies were based off of, and then we watched the movies after and like compared and contrasted and said like <gasps> how they were different and why they were different and stuff like that. Yeah. But I have this old big old book you can borrow at some time of like literal just like short stories of adaptations. Hmm. So yeah, that's what I'm doing lately. It's pretty pretty fun. What's next nice. on your list? Well, the Southern Reach trilogy is pretty long, because um, I'm gonna read all three of them. Okay. And then I'm gonna go back and read the sequel to Call Me by Your Name, which just came out this year, called or well in 2019, called Find Me. Oh. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Cool. Well, maybe that will become. When a full did Call episode. Me by Your Name come out? Mm, a while ago. I don't remember. I, I like want to say longer no, no. I, they made the sequel because the movie was made. No, I. Th you're gonna make me look it up. I, I think. Am, yes. Um, <laughs> I want to say like early 2000s. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's a movie. Yeah. Let's keep looking. 2007. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. This is late 2000s. Now you're making me want to rewatch the movie. Late 2000s would be 2998, somewhere around there. Late aughts. We're not going to have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the counter argument that you just had. Yeah, but not to call aughts. It should be That's called what the they are. 2000. That's 2000. literally what, you just what said. I said. I said the late 2000s because you would have got mad if I said the aughts. Then you're like, no, it's 2099. You literally just argued with yourself. Yeah, I don't care. Aughts sounds horrible. So juvenile, Daniel. It's the name of the decade. It is. No. The, double the zeros. O's. The double O's. The zeros. The, it came out in 007. I'm done with this section. Bye. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. I already did that. In this episode?
I did it today. I don't know when. No, it, was, it didn't get recorded, Jeff. Oh. Jimmy. <laughs> yes. This week, Jeff and I are talking you into talking, talking you into the animated series Star Wars: The Clone Wars. More specifically, the unfinished sixth season, sixth season called The Lost Missions. Okay. What is your exposure to Star Wars: The Clone Wars? Um, I think I've seen one episode. So none. Yeah. No exposure. Okay, I thought there was more than that. No. So, so Jeff. We're, yeah, we're gonna have to do a little spoiler alert right Spoilers, here. Spoilers, because sweetie. we're gonna sort of verbally catch Jimmy up on the major plot points that he needs to understand going into these. Sure, okay. And in doing so, we'll be spoiling some stuff from Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated film, and the prior five seasons. Yep. So I'll put that in the show notes. Not but too crazy. If you don't want to hear any spoilers about Star Wars, the Clone Wars, stop listening now, and then. Yeah, we already got your listen. It's marked on like our yeah. You could try listening list. later. So we we already got the hit. So Jimmy, yeah. Do you know who Ahsoka Tano is? Yeah, that's uh, Anakin's Padawan. Right. Uh, that's it. No more spoilers. That's pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, she's the only major character that I know of for her. The show. I don't know any like plot details about her. I don't know like her backstory or anything. But... So her main story arc is that she's coming into her own as a Jedi apprentice, yeah. and then all that sort of gets. Um, pushed to the side by a story arc um i don't want to get too granular because you don't need to know the fine details but basically she is framed for a crime against the jedi order okay and she appeals her innocence and the jedi do not believe her no matter how much she exclaims that it wasn't her yeah and they expel her from the jedi order much to anakin's chagrin and unhappiness and then there's another story arc where she basically like looks into the crime and is able to prove her innocence and prove who is really at fault, which who is um, a different Jedi Padawan who has turned to the dark side. <laughs> oh, okay. So she brings this evidence, evidence to the Jedi Order, and they apologize profusely and say that they will take her back. But she feels that she has been wronged and she can no longer trust the Jedi Order. Yeah. And she leaves of her own accord knowing that she's innocent. Okay. Um, to be fair, she's probably right in that because the Jedi Order kind of sucks. Yep. They're big old jerkies. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why this is important going into what we're going to show you is because this is the first crack in Anakin's vision of the Jedi Order. Okay. So as we see in the third film, Revenge of the Sith... Yeah. Um, when Anakin is becoming disenfranchised with the Jedi, this is really. Um, <laughs> That's one word to describe. <laughs> well, it at the beginning, he's disenfranchised <laughs> yeah. and upset. Um, yeah. So in case you don't know or listeners don't know, this takes place between episodes two and three. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. You're welcome. This pl- takes place during <coughs> the during a- during the actions of the Clone Wars. Yep. Uh, which were begun. These Clone Wars have in episode two attack, attack the, of clones. the clones. So. Uh, I don't think you need to know a lot more than that going into it. No, a lot of the series, uh, reason why I like the Clone Wars in general is because there are these overarching stories with characters you're familiar with, but there's also Monster of the Week episodes, which almost feel like an anthology. So it's not like a bad Monster of the Week when you're like, oh, this is boring. They're just like fun little stories. Like one of the best episodes is a bunch of Padawans getting their kyber crystals. Yep. Like it's just cool little stories like that and they're like two three story arcs mm-hmm. sometimes they're just little one shots yeah um but yeah dan hit the uh the ahsoka thing on the head and i think that um 
the reason why we we wanted to talk you into this at this point is so you will have a foundation that if you'd like to see how this series is going to wrap up yeah the new season seven on disney plus yeah that you can go into it and sort of understand the basics and um well, there was one other point i was going to make which is um so th- jeff and i spoke about what we're going to have you wa- watch from these lost missions and they are a little fractured because it was an uncompleted season. Yeah. Um, Netflix got the rights to show these and now they're on Disney plus, but um, the first story arc is four episodes and it, it has to do a lot with um, the clone troopers. Okay. Um, So you may not know a couple of these are reoccurring characters from prior in the clone Wars series, but um, I think you'll get the gist of who's who and what they stand for and um, the relationships that they have with the Jedi and stuff like that. Yeah, this series did a great job at giving each clone a personality. Yeah. And while they look the same because they're clones, a lot of their helmets are like unique or yeah, different. That's cool. Unique so, and different. Unique and different. Yeah, so I don't want to spoil the significance of these four episodes, but I will say that they do tie more directly into <clears throat> the the films, specifically Revenge of the Sith, the plot okay. of Revenge of the Sith, yeah. than a lot of the earlier episodes of <coughs> The Clone Wars. So so we're asking you to watch episode one, The Unknown, episode two, Conspiracy, episode three, Fugitive, and episode four, Orders. Okay. Of this unfinished season six. Yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, hopefully you will be into it enough, into the, the, the tone, the style, and the characters that you will want to check out the final season seven and how all this gets wrapped up. That sounds good. Do you have any questions or anything you're not sure of going into it? Um, I'm assuming it's unfinished because it got canceled. Yeah, so it got canceled, but because it's a cartoon and yeah. they put a lot of work into it, they were already pretty far in the process of making the of season. Making the season got canceled. It was on Disney XD originally at that the Cartoon Network. Cartoon yes. Network. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. on Cartoon Network. Everybody. Yeah. This is before the sale of Disney. <laughs> yeah. And which so, is another reason why it got canceled. Right. So it was it just kind of got mixed up, got canceled. Lost in the shuffle. They had enough of it done where Netflix released it like, I don't know, 2015. Which was sort of a response so. to a lot of fan outcry because there was some like unreleased, like bootleggy animatic stuff from this season that got released yeah. online and was being floated around by fans. Right. And stuff. Yeah, I remember that. And that was atrocious to watch, but so they they officially release it, but it's still not finished. <clears throat> so now things are wrapping up in season seven. Yeah, and this is a. Uh... But I do encourage you, if you like this, to continue watching the Lost Missions because there's a couple Monster of the Week type episodes, but there's also one other story arc that's actually really well done involving Yoda. Oh, cool! Isn't this season confusing because it's out of order? Because they didn't really care at this point. Uh, well, they suffered from that throughout the entire series, that's, showing things oh, out yeah, of that's, order. That's right. But I think that these lost missions, the story arcs, do have enough standaloneness that it's not going to really matter. Okay. As long as you know that they're between episodes two and three, you're golden. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm not that worried about it. But all right, so I'm going to watch these four episodes. And when we come back, we're going to have a little discussion, see if Dan and Jeff talked me into Star Wars, The Clone Wars, the Lost Missions. Yeah. Okay. It's over.
Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into Still. We're glad that you didn't turn off the episode <laughs> or skip to another topic or throw your phone into a ravine as you were driving down a highway. It is kind of funny to think that like people listen to our podcast and only listen to the funny parts and not the actual like topic that we're talking well, this, to. This podcast is for everybody. That's it's true. got a little bit of everything. If you don't care about Star Wars, you're not going to be talked into it. Listen to the first half. Turn off the podcast now. We don't care. We got your listen. I mean, the good thing is if they only want to listen to the funny parts, that's like two minutes of the episode. So that's true. I mean, yeah, it's when Dance is okay, fellas. And yeah. then at the end, <laughs> I when, put a fart noise. Yeah. When Jimmy puts in like <clears throat> after we record and we stand up and I'm like, oh, man, I've been holding in a turd for a while. <laughs> yeah. That anyway, actually Star Wars, Clone Wars. The Lost Missions episodes. Dan and I are talking Jimmy into it. Yeah. Uh, usually Jimmy would bring us in because he's the one being talked into it. But I wanted to bring us in because I thought it was very funny that in the first half, Dan was talking about how this is like an Ahsoka story and an Anakin story. And these <laughs> and four not. episodes are very light. Well, I don't <laughs> think I said it was an Ahsoka story. I mm. couldn't remember if it came up, so I wanted to just preface. And it didn't come up. It did not. It was actually one story. Yeah, it was. Uh, about Which I remember one that, clone. but I didn't know if there was like a B plot that had to do with Ahsoka. All right, so we're going to throw to Jimmy yeah. to start this off. So this, um, so the main plot of this episode is... Oh, we should rehash spoiler alerts. We'll be spoiling the first four episodes. Yeah, yeah. So this um, this episode is basically about how um, Anakin and, and the clone troopers are um, invading something with Count and Dooku's army. Um, yeah, it's part of the Clone Wars. Yeah, it's part of the Clone Wars. Trying to capture a base, which is basically an artificial ring around a planet. Yeah. And like, uh, long story short, basically this one clone um, basically rebels and uh, kills one of the Jedi. Yeah, Tops. Tops. Top. Whatever his name is. Okay. Um, clone Top. So that's obviously something like crazy. And they're like, uh, what just happened? Um and they, they, yeah, those, those sister Jedi were like Tongo Bibongo. Oh cool. my gosh. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, what'd you think of the depiction of this? I mean, obviously they couldn't like show the actual like murder wound. They'd use some creative directing angles. Yeah. But I thought they did a good job of heightening the, uh, like emotion of the moment. They, oh, like, for sure. They slowed it down and brought the volume down and stuff. Yeah. No, the, the, uh, was she like an established character? No. no. Oh, okay. So uh, it wasn't like emotion, like, oh my gosh, she's No, dead. but it's a Jedi. Yeah, so, yeah. So you have that, like, the weight of a Jedi dying. Yeah. yeah. And the, o- the only thing I will add that you gain by watching the previous seasons of the Clone Wars is mm-hmm. the idea that the clones are, like, perfect for what they're engineered for. Yeah. So this is, like, literally the first time in the history of the clones that, that one sense. of them has, like, done violence against a Jedi. Yeah. And, and it starts out, like Jimmy said, like they're taking over a base. But the action in this is great. And I forget how good it looks yep. or looked when it was coming out. I mean, it's it's amazing. Yeah, sure. So I could talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, I like, sure. I like how That's... the very beginning starts off with um, an announcer. And it, it's sort of like the opening title scroll of um, yep. of any Star Wars movie. I was like, oh, this kind of cool. And Mixed with like World War II era Propaganda. Yeah, I was thinking like Roy Rogers kind of thing. Or, War. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of them are so silly too. Yeah. And I, I thought that was cool because it kind of does harken back to like those old serials that George Lucas was a fan of. Yep. Um. So I, I really like that. And this show started when he owned Star Wars. Yeah. So he was Makes like sense. the final word on mm. these. I I would assume. But I don't probably. know how involved he was, but. I also like how the show is an anamorphic widescreen. Um, definitely showed that it was more cinematic, especially towards like 
Star Wars Rebels, which is definitely aimed more towards kids. Mm. Um, is the entire show in like that aspect ratio, or is it just these seasons? No, it's the whole show. Yeah, the whole show is anamorphic yeah. widescreen. The, the pilot was released in theaters first. I remember that. Yeah, so. I think I might have seen that. I'm not completely sure. It's <laughs> the been a plot while. is that uh, they're after the kidnapped child of uh, one of the huts, like a little baby hut. All right, I didn't see that. Mm. Um, I remember it coming out though. Um, but yeah, this show definitely seems a lot more cinematic than Rebels, which I really appreciate. Like, there's a lot of like sweeping camera angles and like big vistas. You can see a lot of the um, uh, like war, like you see like the entire battle and stuff. And there's a yeah. lot of stuff happening. It's very prequely, whereas Rebels is very original, o- original trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely trying to tie it in visually with the with um, the prequel series, especially sure. if you look at. The opening battle scene of uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith, the yeah. space battle, Especially looks a lot like episode, stuff yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Um, Damn it, Jim. Oh, sorry. Jimmy's getting notifications. I was. I forgot to put it on Do Not Disturb. I am sorry. You didn't put that in your video. <laughs> um, so uh, also like the CG I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, it doesn't look great. Like it's not like super like clean or whatever but it is a show from like the early two thousand mid 2000s this is maybe 2015 2016 at this point it's came out in 2008 yeah yeah so late 2000s for the end of it but yeah end of it um but like the shadows and lighting make it look really good um so yeah the the characters can be stiff at times but the action is still dope and the direction is really well they made some odd choices with character design that i think harken back to the the early limitations of CG animation. Yeah. I think they were like, oh, if we make them really angular, it'll be easier. I think yeah. that they were going for a mix between realistic and the Gendy Tarkovsky or whatever his name is, the Samurai Jack dude, his yeah. miniseries, which was mm. very angular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, so I, I guess we can go a little bit more into the plot is that they they take that clone prisoner and they want to... Um, they want to make sure that like what's going on with him, basically. Well, it becomes clear that it wasn't like a rational decision. He didn't yeah. rebel and decide to kill a Jedi. Yeah, because he was like, what did I do? I have no yeah. idea what's going on. He has on. no memory. And he, right. he's eliciting symptoms of like brainwashing. He keeps repeating these phrases like a good soldier follows orders. A good soldier follows orders. And mm-hmm. he's just acting strange. So they think that something else is at play here. Yeah. And um, uh, Count Dooku's army intervenes and takes him. And then, like, long story short, they basically get him back. Um, I don't really remember that much other it, than this episode. It, yeah, I mean... We don't have to go into find you. Yeah. So the first episode ends with um, the Separatists. Uh, like, basically, um, Anakin and the rest of, like, the Republic leaders decide that in order to find out what's going on with Tups, they have to get him to Kamino, which is the, you know, the system that created the clones. Yeah. And they'll be able to, like, analyze his health and figure out what went wrong. So they put him on a transport. He's he's in some sort of like suspended animation, mm-hmm. and they're gonna send him back to Camino. But the transport gets attacked by the Separatist army, like these droids, and they like steal him. And then, as you alluded to, Jimmy, the second episode is a lot about Anakin and his group of clone troopers, which we meet um, Rex, who's been in the Clone Wars series since right. pretty much the beginning. He's a main character. Yeah, and Fives who is a shock trooper who's been in from early on as well. And he's basically Tups's like best friend. Okay. He's like his immediate like commanding officer. Oh, I didn't know that. So Anakin, Rex and fives, they go and basically attack the separatist ship and get Tups back. And that's sort of the plot of the second episode. Nope. That's the first episode. Yep. 
That's oh, all in I the first that episode. The second. Wow. Nope. The second episode, um, second episode is they are on that planet where the clones are made. Oh, Camino. right. Camino. Yeah. Camino. And you see like the doctor droids, which you see at the end of episode three. Mm-hmm. So oh, this, yeah. this Ooh, a lot of these episodes are like getting very close to episode three. Yeah. yeah. So you could see that in the aesthetics of the episode. Yeah. And you have like that little floating droid who they call um, AZ. As, yeah. AZ. I don't remember. But he has like 35 digits in his name. Yeah. And they have an interest. Um, the that droid, the medic droid, and fives have a very interesting conversation about uh, being assigned numbers versus names. And this plays back into the whole, the entirety of the series where clones they have like this internal struggle with mm-hmm. being individuals, even though they are the same. And you see this again later in the clone bar that you go mm. that they go to. Um, but I thought it was very cool. Yeah, I mean, this series, just to give Jimmy and listeners who haven't watched the whole thing a little background, like one of the things that I think they do a really good job at is um, uh, just giving depth to the clone troopers as characters. It does. That is one of yeah. my my notes is that it it does it gives them personality. Yep. Which I, I find very interesting, especially since we don't really get that in the uh, prequel trilogy. No. And specifically, they're left as like these blank expressionless troopers, yeah. these hordes. And I think that in the movies, it Thanks, works George. well. <laughs> well, I mean, it serves a purpose because when they die, you don't feel so bad. That's true. But then if we're going to follow them throughout this series, I think they quick like Dave Filoni, who ran the show, mm-hmm. realized that you have to have some emotion. You They cannot be main characters if they're just a faceless horde of white yeah. white armor so the whole series does a good job of individualizing them and that's an uphill battle because how do you individualize characters that have the same voice look the same have the same i mean at that point they had the same personality so yeah i think they do a good job of differentiating them with different haircuts tattoos mm-hmm. personalities yeah for sure um, in this episode, they're basically trying to figure out like what's going on with him. I don't. I, I'm probably just gonna give some like more overall story plots because yeah. I don't remember what happens each episode. Yeah. Um. But this ep. Uh. I think around this episode they, uh, find out that there was obviously something wrong with him. Like he, they do like a full body scan. Well, there seems to be some sort of a little bit of a cover up because the Kaminoans. Would you say that there's a conspiracy? Could oh, be, yeah. The the Kaminoans, which are like the long, skinny, long necked people. Side tangent: There's this video that I, I post before I go see every Star Wars movie called "Star Wars Races," and it's this weird. It's this dude who like who's doing a voice, but he goes through every single Star Wars race and he puts like a funny name to it. And in this one, they're called the Caboodles. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Caboodles, they don't really seem interested in finding out what's wrong with Tubbs. No. no, they're just like, yeah, he's defective. We'll execute him. That's basically it. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but five is just a commodity to them. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. And also I, I don't think it's sinister in nature. I think it truly is like this is their work. This is this big contract they have with the Republic to create this army for them. Mm-hmm. You don't want there to be a major defect in your product. Like they just yeah. want to push it under the rug. Yeah, basically. But Fives convinces AZ or whatever his name is, the floating medical droid, yep. to perform an additional scan. And they find this like tumor. Yeah. That is and then you suspect. find out that it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. No, <laughs> no it's not. It, it turns out that it's a microchip. Yes. It, it's an organic microchip, which makes it look like a cell or whatever when in they the have it episode, in the next episode, Fives discovers that it was implanted. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so overall with this episode, um, I, I, I like the droid. I thought he was pretty funny. 
um as soon as he like has like a personality i'm like oh he's gonna be in the rest of these episodes mm-hmm. um but I, I liked him i thought he was pretty cool pretty good comic relief i liked when um he's talking to fives and um he says i've always wanted to have human feelings but i do not goodbye and then he just goes away yeah there's a part when fives is like act natural and then az goes la 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 (laughs) but there's also a little bit of gravitas because there's that scene where the kaminoan is like uh the clone is defective and he'll be eliminated and the droid is like yeah but i ran the second scan and i found something and she's like well you're defective too and she just like shuts (laughs) off the computer monitor she's like send yourself over to uh be dispatched because there's something wrong with you as well yeah and it's just interesting to see um how people just disregard i don't know if you want to call him life but yeah yeah um so at the end of this episode they do uh extract the microchip and uh he does die after that no and um not tops yeah so it's kind of a lot too because um like they're they're making you feel for basically like a faceless kind of guy, and uh, I thought that was really well done because like they add like this sort of gravitas to um, all gravitas. these characters and stuff. Yeah. And if you think that's good, just wait until episode four. Oh yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, I was definitely like, mm, I'm feeling some Order sixty six kind of stuff over <laughs> here. Um. So the next episode is Fugitive. And um, I don't remember exactly what this one is about. This is but... just like an on the run episode. Yeah. Because Fives is like trying to dig into this with a robot. That's right. And yeah, they're yeah. like on the run from the Jedi and the Kaminoans and uh, Palpatine. Well, they don't know. He doesn't know about Palpatine yet. Yeah. Um, That was pretty much it. Like there's not there are there's a lot of stuff that happens, but that's pretty much the theme of the episode. And there's like some good action. Yeah. In it. And well, it's interesting that the big push for this episode is for Tup to be examined by Chancellor Palpatine's private physicians. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we know that's not a great idea. Yeah. Right. But they don't know so that. So, like, when Trump goes to the doctor and he weighs 205 pounds, it's like yeah. that. And he's in perfect health. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I do like that all these episodes take place one after the other. Yeah, it's um, just a continual story. It's like yeah. watching a movie. Yeah, there, exactly. There is another uh, sort of important thing that happens in this episode, which is that Fives... Mm-hmm. finds out that this cell whatever you want to call it chip mm-hmm. is in all of them yep that was this they're, episode they're testing embryos yeah. Yeah. for uh the altered order 66 babies yeah, yeah yeah and i believe i can't remember if it's this episode or the next one but the when they're questioned the kaminoans are like oh that's normal we put that yeah. in there just to inhibit them so that they don't like go crazy under yeah. the stress and, and stuff. of course in the background we see them talking to uh palpy yeah and um palpy. He, he's uh he's like this is not going to uh, uh, inhibit the uh, Order 66, is it? And he's like, oh, no, I don't like, think oh, so. Oh, geez. Yeah. This was... is crazy. And I have a question, guys. Yes. Yeah. What was Orders 1 through 65? I mean, were they anything important? Wash your or... butt. Yeah. E- eat meals. Uh, Kill Jedi. No, that's not Order 66, <laughs> you dodo oh, bird. No, it's probably everything else. Oh, Destroy okay. droids. Yeah. Uh, paint your armor. Yeah. Make um, Coruscant great again. Yeah. Yeah. But I, on this episode, I was sort of like, man, this show is really good, guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I was uh, sitting through this, and I was like, I am so much more engaged than I was for Star Wars Rebels. Wow. Um, I, I don't know if it's just because, like, there's so much more lore in the prequels um, that it, it just kind of, like, enhances it a little bit more. I don't know, because, like, 
I didn't pick these episodes to watch. Dan did, and he just picked the first four. Yeah. And no, like, I did it on purpose. Oh, all of all of Clone Wars isn't like this. Yeah. No. Like Clone Wars is good. Yeah. But I can be wrong. Like I'm still these. pitching it to you. Mm-hmm. But there are things like this where there's little arcs that you're like, holy crap, that's amazing. I, well, I picked they, these episodes Emmys and shit because for two reasons. Number one, I wanted to do the Lost Missions because we're going to get the new season. Yeah. Um, but also, I picked these because they have a strong tie to the films, which I yeah. thought you would connect with. Yeah, that is correct. I'm glad that you did that. Side tangent, did anyone notice, this doesn't mean much for you, Jim, because mm-hmm. this is primarily the only episodes you've seen, but Jeff, there yes. was a different actor voicing Palpatine through the majority of this series. I and, didn't notice that because I haven't watched mm-hmm. Clone Wars well, in so long. This was this season. He was portrayed by a very famous actor, Daisy Ridley. Yes, no, <laughs> Jimmy. Did you recognize the voice at all? No, no, huh? No. He was voiced by Tim Curry. Oh, oh yeah, wow, that's cool. Of Legend and Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show fame, and no, I, I had no idea. It, yep. Um, it, no, that's yeah. cool. I didn't know that. <clears throat> Pre-stroke and, uh, <laughs> at the end of this episode, that uh, Twilight Jetty, Jetty, <laughs> Jetty, Shakti, Shakti. Oh yeah. Her. She's uh, awesome. She's taken five Coruscant to meet with Palpatine. Right. Yeah. Um, because he he um fives tells everybody that hey, this chip is in everybody, and um it's not good. So um it's no good. Yeah. So we get to the last episode no plane, no. titled Orders. I was like, oh, this is this is about the first sixty five of them, Jim. <laughs> yeah, this is all one through sixty five. Um, so this episode he uh. He is brought to uh, Palpy. Uh, they go to Coruscant. Hate it. And um, uh, it, it is kind of sad how, like, dumb the Jedi are, are in, like, the They're the very prequels. incompetent. Yeah. Um, they're basically, they're bringing them to literally the most evil person in, like, the whole universe. They have you no could, idea. You kind of see when Yoda's talking to Palpy that yeah. he has this look of worry on his face. Yeah. He doesn't do anything about well, it. Well, I mean, they say in the prequels that the dark side has shrouded them, basically, like, dropped a freaking veil of shadows over the Jedi's understanding of everything. Yeah. And Yoda's the only one that can kind of see that something's up. Yeah. But not enough to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a few things in this episode that I really liked. Um, Fives is is basically like, I, I think he's kind of on the run again this episode. Because he tried to kill Palpatine. Yeah. That's well, that, yeah, his thought. case. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's on the run and he's going through all of Coruscant and uh, he goes into a bar and like there are people drinking and like dancing seductively. And I was like, this is a kid's show, guys. <laughs> so this was like my favorite part of yeah. this episode, maybe the whole thing, because it's so on star wars it's kind of like an episode two mm-hmm. when they're like in the beginning when they're on coruscant you know you want yeah. some death sticks and they're chasing that shape-shifting bounty hunter yeah but like he gets in the cab and there's like hip-hop playing because like we've heard music in star wars and it's very mm-hmm. alien but it's still similar but you, yeah it's like that but we haven't heard like oh this is like the city planet yeah so yeah. you're gonna have city music and clubs and there's so he goes to the clone bar and i like the taxi driver but he didn't have money so like the he he drops five off at the club and you see like all these like you know the the twilight girls walking around all sexy yeah and it's just a totally different vibe from Mm -hmm. what we usually see in star wars which is kind of like this fantastical like opera well they do a good job of sort of making it like a, an army bar like it's yeah very much so like that's exactly what it is in so vietnam these bars there. that would cater to exactly. like soldiers that are on leave yeah that's and then true. there's a few clones and they see that he's a clone so they're on his side he doesn't have money and they get in an argument 
with mm-hmm. uh, the taxi driver, and he's like, ah, oh, your mother's a droid. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this is so funny. It's <laughs> yeah. really good. No, I love the weirdo aliens in Star Wars. I thought, I, I literally wrote down about the taxi driver because oh, yeah, I thought he was my funny. My favorite part in episode nine is when that weirdo alien goes, okay. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, so uh, a lot of stuff happens in this episode. Um, I do remember, I think he was talking to Anakin or another clone was talking to Anakin. Rex. Um, about when, when they went in a warehouse. And he like uh, yeah. traps them so he could talk to them. Yeah. Um, I did find it hilarious that a clone trooper was talking to Anakin Skywalker that the clone troopers are bred to kill Jedi. And I was like, LOL. Because hmm. um, Anakin kills all the Jedi too. <laughs> um, um, and, um, and then it ends with the ultimate cover up tactic. Yeah, I don't remember exactly the ending of no, this. Just random clone troopers come in and kill fives. Yep. Yes, that's right. Um, what do you mean no? I said yup. Oh, I literally I, said yup. It sounded like nope. Yeah. So that happens, and I was like, oh, that actually is really good. Because, because now you've spent an hour and a half yeah, used to- like, you With this character. But you haven't even watched the other five seasons. No. He's a main character. Yeah, He's I He's there from yeah. the start. Yeah. Um, but it's- And I have his action figure. Do you really? The first day release sticker version. That's hilarious. But uh, no, they, they did an excellent job with this series is making you care for- um, multiple clone troopers in this four episodes. Um, they literally kill them off at the end, and you're just like, wow, that was like really good, and I can't believe this is a kid's show. And Anakin's not not super psyched on it either. No, he's not very happy about it. And then it ends with Palpatine saying, execute Order 66, and the Imperial March Darth Vader theme plays. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Yeah. It does? It does, as the episode ends before it goes to credits. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So. Final thoughts, Jim? Ask me the question. (gasps) Jimmy. Did we talk you into Star Wars? Clone Wars. The Lost Missions. Yes, of course. You you absolutely did. (laughs) Wow, I thought it was going to be tougher than that. No, it was really good. I was like, why did Dan have me watch... Star Wars Rebels before this because this is way better. Yeah, these four episodes are. There's a there's a lot of like very passable, not lore heavy episodes. I'm fine with but, it but though. But Clone Wars is good because it's like an anthology at some points. So you're getting little pieces yeah. that don't really matter, but you get to see the world. Yeah. Um. I, I wish. I definitely wish that you made me watch this before Rebels because I thought that would give Rebels a little bit more gravitas. No, um, you would have liked Rebels less because I think that's what happened to me originally. Really. Because I, I watched Clone Wars, and then when I Rebels disagree. came out, I didn't really like Rebels, which is why I stopped. Dan the thing then is, talked me into Rebels. Yeah. The thing is, with Rebels, Rebels gets so much better and so much more into the lore and so yeah. interconnected with this series. Yeah. I don't even really separate them in my head anymore. It's just mm. like Star Wars animated universe. I got you. Um, but no, I'm I'm super happy that you showed me at least these specific episodes because I immediately wanted to go back to episode one, season one, and I was like, I'm going to watch this. Wow. Do it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you wanted to continue on so you could start the new episodes, but you're going to do a full rewatch? Yeah, no, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Girl, um, we talked to you in the Clone Wars. Oh, super, super talking in the Clone Wars. It was very good. Um, very, very good. good. Very good. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about it <laughs> other than like, it's the good. show speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, it, it's a great animated series. These four episodes were phenomenal. Um, I've never seen an animated cartoon like this that was like so action packed. And like, uh, like we said, we, we don't mind the prequels as much as other people do. And it, it definitely has a lot of those prequel vibes, but like it, it gives 
um it gives us even more weight to like episode three and stuff because well and if you know about the making of this series it's basically like dave Filoni was like okay george i see what you're doing there let me just take that and make it better yeah um <laughs> because I mean, that's give what, it a storyline that's the history of star wars they're like we see a new hope yeah and we raise you empire yeah yeah well it, it's good because like through i'm assuming five seasons of this show you're seeing these clone troopers and like they're they have personalities and like they're close with the Jedi, but like by episode three, why are they just gonna kill them? So yeah, like right. they add that extra element and it, And it almost makes you feel bad for them. Yeah, because they doing don't wanna do this. Against their will, yeah. So then these like victorious scenes of like those surviving Jedi like mowing down clone troopers are kind of messed up. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of that person where, like, when people are retconning things because people don't like it, I'm sort of like, eh. But it's like, it's the prequels, guys. Like, they need to fix some of that shit. They're not shit. retconning. They're improving. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, yeah, now I want to watch the movie. Yeah. yeah um, so I will say, going back to watch the whole series, it's not all like this. It, especially, I'm, I'm fine with that. You there's, should definitely find a list online of what to <clears throat> what watch. What episodes to watch. there's a lot of Well, and I don't even episodes. mean just good and bad. I mean just like the way these focused on the clones and the interconnectivity with the films. Yeah. It's it's not all that. Um, There's different episodes that focus on Jedi. What I like is when mm-hmm. they do stuff that's sort of about like street level common people. Like there's episodes yeah, where cool. like... The Jedi and clone go to these like backwater planets and have to like protect the population. There's also some cool villains like Cad Bane and they show a lot more of Grievous. Mm. Asajj Ventress. That's yeah. Actually, yeah, there's a lot. Savage Opress. Actually, yeah, yeah, Clone Wars is awesome. I'm like downplaying it. No, it's great. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm going to watch this from the beginning. The only part uh, I was worried about was when they showed the giant weird cybernetic tarantula man. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. He's, Jim he's showing up before. Yeah, he's like that because they like almost killed him. Oh, really? And yeah. That's kind of cool. Well, he's, actually. A, he's a weirdo. Boy. He's a little Jimmy likes yeah. weirdo boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he was cool. I was like, oh, I wonder who he is. And, All right, fellas. Yeah. So for next week, how about you two switch places? Because Jimmy and I yeah. are going to be talking Dan into the YouTube channel Mindfield. Yeah, we are. YouTube men. YouTube. Have you ever heard of this, Dan? Never. Great. We're going to talk about it next week and not yeah, at all right now. Nope. <laughs> okay. We'll have in the show notes which episodes to watch. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be four videos. It'll be a playlist. It'll be yeah. in the show notes of this episode, show notes of next episode. It's about two hours worth of watching. Yeah. No, it's not Just that watching long. watching your free time. You'll we'll like get caught it. up for next week. Hopefully. Okay. okay. It's a, it's a experiments. Experiments. About the mind. About the mind. In yeah. a field. Cool. That's their thing. They just go to a field. <laughs> In like, Kansas, this is your and they take, they take acid and they just lay in the field. That's all they yeah, do. They, they go to Kansas City, Kansas. They oh. take acid and lay in a field. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, I love roadkill. <laughs> in the meantime, Dan, where can people find the show online? Oh, uh, you could find us at www.talkmeinto.com. We're on the Twitter sphere at Talk Me Into. We're on Facebook under Talk Me Into. And if all else fails, if you feel so inclined, you can email us at talkmeinto at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube. Patreon. Oh, Patreon. We're on, <laughs> we're on all the we things. We were both things. right. We're on all these things now, we guys. We officially launched a YouTube page. Jimmy, why don't you tell yeah. people about the page, the so YouTube our, page. <laughs> our YouTube page uh, features currently um, our two Cook With Us videos. And hopefully by the time you're hearing this, three Cook With Us videos. Um, so we we do videos that were exclusively on Patreon. And now currently they are off Patreon. Patreon is going to be timed exclusive. 
We're going to have it for uh, a week on Patreon exclusively. Then we're going to post it to everybody so everyone can see all the delicious food that we cook and all the hijinks that are had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on like Patreon, fights. there is a knife fight. It's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> There's a video of how Jimmy records the podcast. So if you like behind That's the true, scenes yeah. stuff, you can go on Patreon and see that. Or maybe it'll be on YouTube by the time this is out. I don't maybe. Know. I have no idea. Possibly. I don't know anything. It's our show. Jimmy's a YouTube man. He's a YouTube. I'm a He's YouTube the man. YouTube man. Yeah, the original. The OG. Yeah. The OU. I've been honest since 2009, motherfuckers. Wow. Sorry, sorry Jim. <laughs> Dan, where can people find you personally online? I'm pretty boring. I'm just on you Twitter are. under the name Danny underscore breakdown. Jeff? I'm not as boring, but I'm still like really boring. But Dan's like super boring. Yeah. But yeah, I'm on Twitter at J-E-F-F-F-F-F-27. Jeff with five Fs, the number, number 27. 27. Jimmy, where can people find you online? They can find me at son of a fitch, S-O-N-N-A-B-A-F-I-T-C-H. It's my last name <laughs> and it's pun. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. Well, we talk you into next. United States geography, Kansas City, Kansas. See you there. Yeah. 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 Gotta get my fun facts. Oh, I got them. Mine work together. Ooh. Wow. It's thematic. Which episode is this? Boogie, woogie, woogie, Star Wars, Clone Wars. Oh, I need a minute. No, we could do the first section. Yeah, let's do the first section. I haven't decided which episodes for him to watch. Let's let's do the first section, shall we? Dan, you could start. I want to think of which. (laughs) I have things i just have to decide which one i want to do first okay and the day is done and you want to run you don't lie you don't lie you don't lie cocaine okay you ready yes yeah.